When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. This is the Manchester Football Social Legend Review. This is the Excess Manchester Football Social, back for our first full week and we're gearing up to the Premier League season start. And looking back at the weekend's action just gone as well. It doesn't matter what you think of the Community Shield, it is very hard not to be impressed by Manchester City and their win over Chelsea this weekend just gone. Faster, fitter, sharper and just a better team against another team that supposedly is competing for a top four place this season. We're going to be talking about the first bit of silverware in the Man City trophy cabinet this season shortly. And we're going to be getting the views of the legends in the excess Manchester studio today. Manchester United's Mickey Thomas and City boy Gary Owen. Evening boys, how are we? Evening Hello, Jim, Jim, how are you? Are we feeling in good form, feeling confident, feeling delighted well, the season's back? Well, after getting that big one out of the way oh, on Sunday, as Mickey's the always said, wants. that big community shield, they're the first one in the cupboard. In fact, we're going to have to build a bigger cupboard now. That, that <laughs> East Stand's not big enough now for them all. Do you know what? It is starting to look that way. Very ominous for United fans, particularly at the moment. We are going to talk about that very shortly, but as the season is just round the corner, Premier League gets underway this weekend. I want to talk first about how we think that is going to pan out. Your predictions for the year, your predictions for the season. Who's going to be making up the numbers? Who's going to be topping the league? who's going to be down the other end as well. The number to call 0345 111 is the phone number. 87711 is the text number. It doesn't matter who you support. I want to hear from you and how you think this season is going to go. Let's start with top of the pile last season. And you're going to enjoy this, Gary, because having seen City at the weekend, I don't see any other option. I mean, they might not get 100 points. They might not have a 12-point gap. But City are going to win this league. Well, everybody seems to be saying so, but it doesn't work that way about what people think. Yes, it was. Uh, we we started how, how we finished off, even though we were missing five players that would probably have been in our starting lineup. They were all missing for various reasons, mainly because of the World Cup. But anyhow, uh, the players that came in, I think it's great for Phil Foden, only 18. He mm. slotted into those, though he'd, he's been playing there all last season. He, he got a few minutes last year, a few games. He'll get more this season. And young Diaz coming on. But all... All in all, they didn't even get out of second gear. And listen, I'm not just saying this, but anybody watched that game, 
if it had been five or six, they couldn't have argued Chelsea. Aguero himself could have had four. When he gets around the keeper and he hits in the side netting when he doesn't normally do that. And Caballero, bless him, he, he made two or three good saves of Jesus, of uh, Aguero. Um, yeah, it could have been worse worse damage. I know they're missing Hazard, I know they're missing Courtois, but he was still, he, he could have played supposed Courtois. Uh, William and Kante, yeah, so we're, both teams are missing players, all vital players for both sides. But on the showing of it, in very, very hot temperature on Sunday as well, pre-season is always boiling hot for some reason. Yeah. Um, it, it was a good win and listen, as Guardiola says, it's about winning the game in front of you and if that trophy was the Community Shield, then we take that with us. But it was all about getting prepared for the start of the season and it was a good start. We'll talk more about that game specifically in a minute, but as a squad now, you look at that team that were playing at the weekend, they were supposed to be tired, they were supposed to be leggy from uh, what 11 or 12 players went off to the World Cup. They didn't look that way. They look like they're going to hit the ground running. And the additions of Mares in midfield, and I know Mendy's not a new signing. He's like a new signing. Exactly. He was injured so much last season. He, he only played 11 games last season. They both added something at the weekend. So of, course, you, of course they did. I mean, you know, Mendy came and started off like a steam train. I mean, the power and the pace of him down that left-hand side was obviously missing from when he when he got injured. But, you know, give credit to, uh, to Fabian Delphi. He came in, did a great job there. But now... It looks though like Mendy will, will start that way, but Fabian Delph has shown that he can fit anywhere into that team and he, he doesn't want to leave, so he'll be, he'll be again part of that squad. A lot of rotation will be done if, if you're fighting on four fronts. Um, and with the squad that we've got, I think there's only Danilo, I think, who's really got any sort of injury. Apart from that, it's a full squad to, to choose from. Obviously, Kevin De Bruyne only came back, uh, today, Raheem Sterling, uh, today. So there's maybe two or three that I'll be getting week under the belt but having said that will they take part on Sunday against Arsenal you'd probably said no with only a week's mm. training but Aguero did um, Jesus did you know everybody else came back in and, and played the part with only five days training really from, from coming back in when you watch that Mickey when you see the City performance at the weekend and you look at United I didn't watch it you didn't watch it I didn't watch it <laughs> refused to well you must have heard how it went and they could have had as Gary says they could have had four listen, or five Jim, six listen I've heard Gary come on here and you talk about City if United beat Leicester on Friday night they're going to be top of the table and it's up to the other teams to catch them yeah they will say <laughs> yeah, hey, have you noticed how he said if yeah it's a big yeah, yeah, if, if, if. I, I think I think Gaz is, Those is, days is right. I, I, I didn't see all the game I had a chat with Gaz before before we came on there, but the thing is about City, the squad is so big and good. It's not about the 11 first players that you have to worry about, then players coming in when they have injuries or suspension, whatever. They've got a good squad and they finished in style last year. You can't knock it, I've got to be brutally honest. It's how United, certainly Liverpool, are looking a, a really top prospect. Strong. Yeah, mm. a little strong. Uh, but, you know, the speculation about United not doing this, doing that, I think, come on Friday. I don't think um, Lukaku will play. I don't think he will make a, an appearance. But United have to win that and forget what's gone on in first season. If people aren't happy with that, it's what you do in the Premier League and United needs to get back on track as City, really. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you what, I, I won't put it past Lukaku starting on uh, Friday I night. I know it's a, it, it's a day two shorter than what they would like, but I mean they're all fit these days. They come back. They spent fifty seven million quid on backup, so if he doesn't start, then surely Fred's hardly yeah, scraping listen, the bottom listen, of the barrel, is he? United have got a good squad. Uh, whether they utilise the right way, I mean that's the argument that some United fans will argue. Uh, but for me, they have a squad. Yeah. Um, whether they add to that or they don't add to that, they're still going to be. Uh, 
a team that you're going to have, have to reckon with next season. Perhaps not, not one that even Mourinho says maybe be giving you that proper challenge, but they'll be there and thereabouts. They've and got to challenge guys because, you know, top four, yeah, fine, but they want to be number one and you've got to get the right, as you said, solution to do that and the right team to do that and the right players to do that, uh, Jim. And it's going to be difficult. City is certainly um, well, uh, I would say, prepared, aren't they? Well I think prepared. United will be. I think it happens to four teams, Jim, or five teams, more, more so there's more players coming from United maybe in the uh, uh, World Cup, I should say. That is the problem. Being very disruptive this summer with the games. So very, do you explain? Very difficult for him to get a full 11 out, proper 11. He's gone with a lot of youngsters. Yes, it's an opportunity for them, but his preparation, he believes, hasn't been what it should be. I think all the, all the teams have been like yeah. such as well. I mean, there was Sane and uh, Mares was the only two really recognised. I mean, even Joe Hart made appearances on tour. You yeah. know what I mean? Joe, Joe's not played for us in two years. So it, it was, but he gave, he gave younger players the chance to play against the Liverpools yeah. and, you know, and Bayern Munich's, you know, strong sides, even though perhaps not yeah. the strongest team out there, but give them the opportunity. And that's what's... That's why I think Guardiola needs to give these boys that experience because when they are called upon, in particular young, uh, young Phil Foden and, and uh, Brim Diaz, mm. they will feature in the first team this year and, and both look great prospects. But Jim, you have to be confident, you have to have a belief it will be United City. You've got to be. I are you confident, you, Mickey? Can you, you put your hand in your heart you've and got tell to, me? Even though you might think it's all against Let you. Let your face know it then. You look at City. <laughs> Uh, Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool look obviously fine at the moment, the way they're you know winning their game. But it's when it gets down to the real work and that, mm. the real Premier League, when there's more pressure and team play different style of games against you to try and stop you winning and try and stop you playing. So we'll wait and see, Jim. Um, if United are going to compete, Mickey, though, do they need to strengthen? There's only three I, well, days I left in this transfer window. I think you know, and, and Gary from my right hand side, if, if you were 19 points behind the team last year, mm. you do need adjusting. You do need one or two players in. He has been frustrated with that. He hasn't had any, I think his main target, I don't know who his main target is, guys, but that hasn't materialised yet. So he's out there looking, but it's not been forthcoming for him. He's saying about um, defenders, but they've got Jones England International, small in England International. I'm surprised he didn't go to the World Cup small, actually. But he didn't, he wasn't chosen in the squad. So they've got those two, they've got Lindelof, they've got Marcus Rojo, uh, who can play left-back out or, or centre-back. Uh, they've got uh, Bailey. But how many of those players would get into City's back four well, at the moment, Forget Gary? whether they could get into City's back four. Well, no, four but that's anybody's... relevant, isn't yeah, it? Because Jose's that's the team these... they're competing with. Jose's bought these, hasn't he? He's bought... Well, he hasn't bought Jones. He didn't buy Smalling. No, he Did he buy Rojo? I don't think so. No, but he, he he bought the Lindelof and he's bought the Sanchez's and he's, you know... He's, Sanchez he's looked live, he has in yeah. the, the warm-up game, so that's a bit of a bone because I think he's... United have got, got good enough They've got good players, it's just getting the right, as you said... Formation and like you know blending in that team and that and that's down to the manager. I'm sure he's working on it as we speak. Are you both surprised about how quiet the transfer window has been? Pretty much for everyone, with the exception of Liverpool, out of the top teams, no one has made any. Quite for City, quite for United, quite for Tottenham. Tottenham yeah, haven't signed Tottenham a single player. Yeah. Quite for Chelsea, really. Arsenal uh, have got a few signings in balance that team a little bit, that. but there's not a lot going I, on. I think, Jim, I, I'm not saying that it's fact, but I think not so many. Probably at City as well. I think United. One off one or two players, probably more than one or two yeah, players. Yeah. Mm. So it's to get players out to get some in sometimes, Jim, and that's not easy, is it? So you're expecting um, that to happen in the next three days? Rumours pop yeah, up and be on his be. way to Juventus, not to Juventus, sorry. It'll be interesting yeah. to see who's with who come uh, Friday morning. It will yeah. be interesting. That would mean that's when you'll be waiting by our phone. We're waiting by our phone in case we get a late call. But, Jim, 
United definitely want someone. He, he has been frustrated and he's already come out with one of his quotes saying that. So you never know, it might just happen. City were never going to buy more than one or two because we did all our, work, that, all our yeah, business yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last last summer when we needed to do. We needed to bring the age from 30 down to 23, the average age, get pace into the side. So we did we did all that. So it's never, ever going to be that we're going to do wholesale changes. We don't need to. These players are there for four or five years to come. Mm. So they're bedded in now. He's only just adding to that squad. We tried to get that uh, Georgino and, and how that changed round. When Will Sarri there be any surprises, to, guys? Sorry? Will there be any surprises? There'll be no surprises a City no. at all. No, and if anyone, there will be one big signing coming in from nope. somewhere. Not from defensive midfielder, the papers are saying today mm. that City want one more defensive midfielder. In an ideal world, yeah. Because there's only Fernandinho, he plays that. And if not, they're even talking about pu pushing John Stones into yeah. playing that position if need be. But look, uh, we've got a good enough squad. You only need to hold a midfield player yeah. if, you, if you're being attacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, get your predictions in for the season. 0345 treble one seventy six twenty five is the number. Eight double seven double one is the text number. People are really going for City this season. Adam Blaze, he's a United fan, says, pains me to say it, but here we go again. City are going to win the league. Maybe a little bit closer this time, but they're still going to win it. United will finish second, then Spurs, then Liverpool, then Arsenal, then Chelsea. So many strong teams. Liverpool are going to be... I tell you, if those players that they brought in hit the ground good running, players. and they're all good players they brought in, they've got now a goalkeeper who they feel confident in. Yeah. They've now... They've got a spine to the team now, right there, and they've got goal scorers all the way through. I think last year... The, and, and Klopp always at Mainz, it took him three years. In his third season, he um, he won with Mainz. Dortmund in his third season. I, I still think that's the third season. Um, he will win something this year. Jim, as well. I think the goalkeeper last year for Liverpool, whoever's in that, got exposed a lot. Why was that then? Because I think Liverpool still have to get that, right, I think, balance from the Saxe defence. I don't think yet he has that because you can always get opportunities against Liverpool. Yeah, but Liverpool, they were monumental. Errors by the goalkeeper, you know, mm. I mean, through his hands, mis-kicking it. Uh, yeah. You know, these all could have been avoided. I mean, basic stuff. That, that, and then when Mignolet was in, he, he had his moments as well, so that's why he wasn't confident and Carriers came in. Now they've got a top-class keeper, but we'll wait to see. But he, he, had a good, he, a good... he has made mistakes, guys. Of course he has. The videos have gone to yeah, the yeah. videos and that. Hoping he will continue that when he gets to Liverpool. <laughs> I think they've signed well oh. Liverpool. They've bought some You're players. You're a bit with those players. I, think, you know, brought I just think, Gio, yeah, you know, we have to wait and see. He has to be tested. Let's keep the yeah. attention on Liverpool for a moment, but let's keep it on the blue side of Liverpool because we've got Adam on the phone. He's our resident Everton correspondent, I think, and he wants to talk about his team. What's evening, up? Adam. Good evening, chaps. Hi, Hi Adam. How are you feeling ahead of this season? How's what's it, how's it going to pan out for Everton? Because last season was supposed to be the season for you. All the signings, all the money, top four finish and all that. And it, well, it didn't go at all to plan. Last season was horrific, but I'm mildly confident. I think we're going to have an excellent season or we're going to peter out into mediocrity. You've had a lot of sun lately, haven't we? I mean, I'm not sure that's a fact That sun's been beating down I mean, heavily I, I, around I, I, Goodison I've, Park. Exactly. I've, I've looked into Everton and really they have a new manager with not a big reputation. Evertonians are still not sure about him. Their, their investments really hasn't been that great. Last season was a disaster. Now, one player they've signed... Which is it? Richarlison? Richarlison. Yeah, yeah, that's the one player they signed 
I don't think he's going to be your saviour. I just think Everton need a lot more than that. Still speculation whether Pickford would go. I don't think he will go. I think he'll stay at Everton. I don't think Everton will sell him. Can't afford you. Well, if you, you, you know, better if, now? If, we, <laughs> if we stick to our names for one second, the one good thing they've done is if they're going to pay £80 million for the second best keeper on Merseyside, then if Pickford was to go, you're talking £100 million. That's the craziness that they've started. Yeah. Uh, and also, no, I agree with you, last season was a disaster. But, if you were, you know, we lost to Burnley twice. If we'd beaten Burnley twice, we'd have been in Europe. That, if my auntie you know, would have had, you know what, she'd have been my uncle. I know, and I don't like doing that, but, you know, that just, you know, that just proves how far away everyone else is from the top six. We, you know, we, we were disastrous, yet we still could have come seventh. Mm, Burnley... Burnley, I, I think, never won a game for I don't know how many games and still stayed in seventh. It was the unbelievable. Gap, the gap is so big now, and mm. that's why I think if, if, if you know if you put a few if you put a few games together, if things work out nicely, it could go quite well, or it just peters into mediocrity again, as last season did. But I, I'm confident now that you know we've bought two players this season as opposed to twenty last season, and I believe we've got a manager who knows where he's going to play them as opposed to last season when we just seemed to buy them for the sake of buying them. So do you think it's all going to fall into place? And if it does, is then seventh the best you can hope for? You're ruling out the top six because there's a massive gap between them. And to be fair, most of the top six, with the exception of Tottenham, have strengthened in some way. So Everton, seventh, is top of the tree. I wouldn't rule it out. I think... You know, there's always a chance one of those clubs is going to is going to have a bit of a disaster. You know, Tottenham have got the distraction of, of the stadium and not starting a stadium and moving to the stadium. There'll be speculation about you know which of them's going to go, including Pochettino. Um, so I think it could happen. But if you know, I say if not, then yeah, I think we'll be battling with a, a certain team in Claret from from London for that seventh spot. I think Burnley are probably going to struggle um, with Europe and the size of their squad. So. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I can see the top six getting further away, and you know, unless a miracle happens, and the rest of us just sort of scrapping around for what happens underneath. Adam, cheers for your call, mate. Appreciate that. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, Adam. Good luck for the season. Oh three four five triple one seventy six twenty five. If you want your voice heard, here's a couple of thoughts to your boys. Let me get your reaction to this. Roger in Oldham, he's talking about United, and this kind of. Uh, is a sign of the discontent among United fans at the moment. He says that United, it's profit before performance at the moment. We're not going to be signing anyone else. This is the Glazer policy. They got lucky when Fergie was in charge and they put us in debt in the first place. Now it's more about dividends than it is about improving hang the team. Hang on a hang on. Still, uh, um, if I'm not wrong, Pogba is still the most expensive player in, in British football at 90 odd million then you got Lukaku at 75 million just below him so they put the hand in the pocket yes. you know what I mean he spent on two plays nearly you know one and a half hundred million or more so it and Linder off 30 odd million so they bought but have they bought the right ones for me I think uh, Lukaku's a great centre forward he will score goals no matter where you put him he'll score goals he's done it proven it West Brom he did it Everton he's done it he did it United um you bring in Pogba, who was outstanding for, for Juventus, but never seemed to hit those heights. At, at, and good at the World Cup. Yeah, and, and played play with more freedom at the World Cup. But So, hang on a minute, United are not frightened of spending, but are, but are they buying all the right players? I don't want to put words in your mouth then, Gary, but well, is, you this will. A, I will. is this a case of United fans looking for someone to blame? They're not happy with the success of the teams around them. Their two biggest rivals are building and succeeding and getting better in City and Liverpool, whereas they are 
even though they're signing the the right players, perhaps maybe not playing in the right way. Who knows? But they're being left behind slightly, well, so they're not happy with the competition. Being and they're left looking behind to blame. is because it's such a hard. I mean, when you think the champions, which we were last year, Jorginho is on our target. We're getting right down the right down the road, where everything's agreed. Mm. And he chooses then to go to Chelsea because his manager at Napoli goes to Chelsea, so he goes with him there. So you can't legislate for that. You get things right down, and you're working on that. You don't work on anything else. United behind the scenes would have been working on, on transfers, and for one reason or another, either they don't want to work with Mourinho, or they can't agree a fee, or the, or the clubs don't want to let them go. But, you know, United are linked with Botang now, another yeah. central defender. So well, I think, guys, as well, I mean, I, I like what you say about Manchester United. I think... It's how they start the season that will give you the vibes from what your fans, because if it isn't going well, then that filters down to the supporters. The supporters vent their anger at the manager, that puts pressure on the manager. So, you know, he knows, like anyone else, he's in charge of one of the biggest clubs in the world. They have to get the biggest prize available. He has to compete for the biggest title, uh, of course, in the Premier League and the Champions League. So, if they're not doing that, Jim, then obviously questions have to be asked. But at this moment in time, a ball has not been kicked yet in the Premier League. We wait with interest on Friday when they entertain Leicester at Old Trafford. Yeah, bang on. A few wins on the board, a few three points, and it's going to be it very, very it, different. Jim, it does. But, you know, in saying that, I have to look at the bigger picture and... and I'm thinking about City. Of course, yeah. I'm not. Well, Liverpool are going to be there. No question. Not good. But City are Man United's target because they're the champions, and we have to try and get above them if we can. And that's going to be a very, very, very difficult task. We'll keep this conversation going. If you want to have your say, oh three four five triple one seventy six twenty five is the number. You can text on eight double seven double one as well. And we're going to talk about the Community Shield. First bit of silverware for City already in the trophy cabinet, and particularly one man inspired performance from Sergio Aguero, a player that only what two years ago everyone was saying would be first out the door at the Etihad because he wasn't good enough to play in a Pep Guardiola team. I want your thoughts on Sergio and your thoughts on City's win. Oh three four five triple one seventy six twenty five. We'll speak to you next on the XS Manchester Football Social. This is the Manchester Football Social Legend Review. Yeah! This is the XS Manchester Football Social. Good evening. We've got Gary Owen and Mickey Thomas in the studio and we're taking your calls on 0345 111 7625. You can text as well, 87711. The focus now is the Community Shield. Mickey, you might want to shut your ears for a minute because City no. were impressive. Well, it's too many times. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't an important trophy. It isn't an important it's trophy, important Gary. Trophy. It's the I'm, first trophy I'm, of the season. I'm Get it under the belt. You said it a couple of weeks ago, but now... No, you misunderstood me. That was a performance from City <laughs> that shows them hitting the ground running, isn't it? It was an impressive... Listen, story. it's about being, it's about getting prepared to uh, for the first game of the season and uh, winning the Community Shield will mean nothing if we don't get a result at Arsenal. Arsenal have got a new manager, they've got new ambitions, new players... So they'll want to start off in front of the home fans after us beating them twice 3-0 in their final and on their own ground four days later. They'll want to get a little bit of revenge, but they're going to find it, they're going to find it difficult. A great, great game to start uh, for us because we'll be away from home. Beautiful pitch at, at the Emirates and they will, um, they will want to come out and try and win the game. You would have thought under Emery as manager and new players, you'd have thought they want to come out and try and win mm. it, so maybe take the game to City. So that should make it great for an open game and maybe plenty of goals. We've already said that you can't read too much into pre-season no. games, and it was a pre-season game eventually, and United's form in pre-season hasn't been great, and we're not going to read too much into that either. But you see Pep Guardiola on the touchline during that game, and that is a man 
who wants to win every single game. I imagine if he was at an under-13s game watching the youth team play, he'd be jumping around and gesticulating and wanting to win as badly. That kind of passion and desire to win games must spread into the squad, and that must help them with their mentality going into the season. Well, he said when he first joined the club, he, and he said, well, you know, what's your ambition to win the league? When he said, no, my ambition is to get a team that will all fight for each other, that all know exactly what they're supposed to do, and we all work to that end. And if we have the right players doing the right things, we'll win games, and if we win enough games, we'll win the league. That's exactly what happened. But nobody could have expected, you know, the most wins, away wins, most points, most goals. I mean, it was just an unbelievable season that is going to take something very special where you go 40, 38 games and win 32. I mean, that's quite That's very difficult for anyone's Yeah, again, yeah. So, listen, this season's getting harder. Every season gets harder because there's more money in the game and, and the bigger clubs will... And, and as we said, the surprise is that United have not invested as heavily as they thought they might have done. They've only brought in Fred, really. Uh, and they brought in the young boy from Italy and uh, and Grant, the keeper, was only third keeper. Mm. Uh, Liverpool have invested, of course, they have, which they had to do. Chelsea haven't, but that's mainly because Conte was still manager till a couple of weeks ago. So, new manager's in. There's not much time to change things now. Uh, and and you look at Arsenal, yeah, they brought a few in, but they had to do because he's a new manager. So it'll be a bit tough. But Tottenham not brought anybody in again. That's that, that is a surprise. If any of their key players get injured, Ericsson, Kane, yeah, and when I the teams them. around you are building, and they've and not had not. many injuries over the past couple of years, so you know we don't want any players getting injured. But three days left of the transfer window. Uh, incidentally, what do you make of this transfer window closing early? Because the European windows stay open, players can still leave, but English players can't come in. You can't bring any English players into the club. Yeah, but I understand why. Because once the season starts, then you go with who you've got. I understand that. But, you know, to 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 start the season off and maybe get two weeks into and play three games and you find you're not going as well and then you want to start mm. on setting players at other clubs that they've been pre preparing mm. for. I understand why they're doing it. And to me... It doesn't bother me whether it was the end of August. It's difficult, guys. It? Game. When the window can be open can be for a long period, and you still might not get a player you want. You know, it's just getting the right player at the right time to you, isn't it? I mm. mean, it's very, very difficult. But the window does help. It certainly can be a big advantage to some teams that they get what they want on board. But when you're struggling to get what you want, then it can be a little bit destroyed. When a lot of activities are going the next three days that you'd be surprised who ends up where. I mean, I'm there will reading, be a surprise, though. It'll be yeah, a big sign. Yeah, but I'm, I'm reading again now, and they keep linking Pogba with Barcelona. I'm reading a thing here mm. to say that uh, the personal terms have been agreed. I can't papers. believe for one second. I can't believe for one second that, that Barcelona are that far down the line with with Pogba. But he obviously this came is, back. They signed Vidal, didn't they? They yeah, signed Vidal. him as well. So I don't, I don't know. Pogba's staying at United. One transfer that is supposed to have happened for the last two years never quite came off yeah. and a lot of City fans would be very happy it didn't was Sergio Aguero's transfer away from the club. He had a stunning performance in the Community Shield. Bag two, could have had four, but is he one of the greatest players ever to pull on the Sky Blue shirt? 0345 is the number. Chris is a blue, he's on the line. Evening, Chris. Hi, you're right. Very good, my friends. Uh, Where's, where does yeah, Sergio the rank great. there? Where does Sergio rank amongst the great players in the City shirt? Well, I was saying it yesterday on social media. It's, it's probably him, Silva, company, and probably Yaya, as much as he's left under a bit of a cloud now. Those what about Colin Bellinat? You forget about no, the in, in the modern day place. In the modern day. Mm. Well, I was yeah. saying he's, he's right. 
because they they started the success without them. You don't have Kevin De Bruyne, you don't have Pep Guardiola. As much as the money is there and the money's always been there, you need success, and it, you can't just throw a, a, an open uh, checkbook at everything and just get what you want and get that success. They've got that through building uh, that that core there, and you could include Hartzell point in that, yeah. and then building around it because there was a lot. There's been a lot of Deadwood bought at the same time. You know, your Benjani's etc. Who've done nothing, but those four or five, and probably Zabra as well. They are that they're so important for the last ten years of City success. Without well, they any started, of them, yeah, they started the gr- the growth of what we wanted to do. They won the won the first trophy, the FA Cup, and then we won the league, and then then it went on and went on, and then we won the league again. So, um, and, and Mickey was only talking before saying, uh, "Is it Champions League this year?" I said, I said "Well, Pep Guardiola said last year." I watched the interview he did on Sky. Uh, with Gary Neville and, and he said straight away he didn't even let Neville finish before he said Premier League that's what I want to win I want to win the Premier League uh, what about the Champions League he said if it happens it happens but for me it's Premier League he and I think most supporters most supporters want to see the team win the league don't they I mean but the club want to cha- win the Champions League uh, don't of course they? they do yeah it's that it's that prestige of winning the Champions League but if you ask any fan that goes week in week out and travels all up up and down the country morning, noon, night I mean our kickoffs now I don't think we get three o'clock kickoff till <clears throat> halfway through September mm. so you know, you travel at different times, different days. So it's not like the usual as it used to be. So it takes a lot of planning for supporters to go along and, um, and watch these games. So it's, to them, it's important that they see a team that's winning. And if they're winning, then hopefully challenging for the Premier League. Chris, you've got Aguero. That's more the directors. They want that. They want that to be in the European elite and they want that money to be invested in the club. Not the, the, the club itself and the fans. They want the league. Yeah. Always. Yeah. You've got Aguero on 21 goals in 25 games last season, which is a decent return for a player who had quite a f- long period of time out injured. Is this going to be the season where he really shines in a City shirt? I know he's been pretty good going on so far, and they had some he special have been moments. In three PFAs. He should have been in the team of the season yeah. three, maybe four times. He hasn't been. And sorry to cut you off there, Jim. Um, he, he should have been, and he hasn't. But he's known for his injuries. It's fine if he does. The thing is, the squad's prepared for him not being there, even if it's Sane being a false forward or something like that. There's so many great players within that. I'm just so surprised he's still there because he didn't look happy for a lot of last season. And I think, but for the World Cup, I think he'd be at Atletico or somewhere like that, maybe even back in Argentina right now because he wants to be adored. And I think the fans do adore him, but I don't think people around City would do as much now. I think his goal in the 93rd minute is more forgotten than he should be. Chris, I don't believe Chris, you. Chris, I, Chris, yeah, so I can't agree Chris, that. interrupt you and say, I don't buy into it. You're not bothered about the Champions League. It's the biggest prize of all. It gives your club great status in that. It's, it's the one that the players want as well. Yeah, you, the Premier League is the ultimate because it, it's about many games this season. I don't know, I can't remember. But the Champions League is what you want. You've got to be in, interested in that. If you're not interested in that, I find that quite bizarre. But I think the Premier well, League is the is yeah, win the Champions League. That's, that shows you that well, you dominate, like United right. did and Liverpool yeah. did in, in the eighties. Yeah. That you dominate, and to be able to dominate your own country and your own league is important. And if you dominate your own league, you get more of a chance of winning the Champions League. But Champions League can be can be a a two yard offside or one yard offside. Yeah, we've had that. A goal that comes off somebody's knee when really it should have been a goal and not yeah. given a goal. Yeah. So that's the difference between going forward and not going forward, and that can be. 
as quickly as a split but second. But as a club, if you, if you go in that direction as you well, are, absolutely, you want you everything. You, not, you know, you've got, you've got to go for that Champions League. Got to. Of course you do, but look, Alex Ferguson at United, how many years did it take him before he it's won his first goes. Champions League? It's not easy to battle on all fronts. He's winning the league, but fighting against the Champions League as well on the same, it's very, very difficult. You need a bit of luck. And anybody who says that, that teams have not had luck when they go on to have success, is, I mean, you have to be a great team, but you need that little bit of luck at certain times. Chris, cheers for your call, mate. Thank you cheers, for coming Chris. on. We appreciate cheers, it. Cheers, Jim. Thanks. Bye. 0345 If you want to get involved, 87711 is the text number. We talked about Aguero being instrumental in that game at the weekend. It was nice to see the other end of the scale having a good game as well in Phil Foden. Is he going to feature much this season, yep. Harry? Yep, definitely. He, he won't be loaned out. Diaz was trying to look to him to get more experience, but he's saying he wants to stay. He wants to fight for his place in the team. Will he get more games? They will, but there's so many games to play now that they will all get the, their opportunity. Will he start in the first 11? The probably answer is no. And rightly so, does he, would he be in, in front of David Silva? No. Would he be in front of Kevin De Bruyne? No. But eventually he will be in front of one or the other, if not both. Who knows if his progression goes on. But mm. he's 18... When he gets in the side, it's up to him to show it, and he's showing it every time he gets in the side. I mean, for the first goal yesterday, I mean, the experience of, of running at the defence, bringing out uh, Luis to him, played a nice little ball inside to Aguero. Aguero gets out of his feet and slams it in. That's what he can do, Phil Ford, and, and he's only 18, by the way. Do we think Chelsea are going to compete this season? Sarri's already said that there are serious issues, more than he can solve. It. They will be up there, they've got to. They've got enough quality, Jim, and they keep Quartois uh, and Hazard. They're still on board, you, you have to say. They will be in that top four. They, they'll be in contention for the top four. Um, they do they need a serious striker? Because Morata... He seems a good manager. Like a he seems very... Uh, I think, Jim, he comes over very well, their new manager. He seems very confident. There's no negativity coming out of him, Gaz. Um, I like him. I think he's very positive. Of course, he's not in the same league as City at this moment in time. So, but they'll be up there, guys. He, had, he had Napoli playing a great style of football. He did, didn't he? And, and nearly, nearly and won the yeah, league last year. Quite the old Yeah, and he played a great brand of football and he'll want to do that at, at Chelsea, but Rome wasn't built in a day, was it? No, whether it happens this season or not, we're not sure. And from Jorginho as well, looking at him at the weekend, I mean, I know City wanted him. He didn't look like a player that was well suited particularly to the English game, but I suppose none of the Chelsea players did particularly. None of them looked as though he should have been on that field. Jim, it was all Jim, over the shop. Jim, diverting on something completely different here, guys. Um, Blackpool manager Gary Bowie has left League One after one game. Mm. What, what was that? Well, has uh, he resigned or is he? Is this breaking news? Are you bringing us some breaking well, news, well, Mickey? Well, well, it looks like it's going to be breaking news. I've, I can't believe that one August game. 2015, is it says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one game. No, no, I think uh, I, I think he's got a problem with finances because you know the argument board level and supporters and all the stuff and mm. they're trying to wrestle the the the, the, the financing the was struggling they're asking yeah. to work at the fair it's a trumming club <laughs> <laughs> work at the pleasure beach yeah well, and, we'll, we'll find out bit, enough we'll find out believe that one game we'll have a look we'll find out a bit more about that we're going to turn our attention to slightly lower down the leagues as well because on the excess Manchester football social we always talk about United we always talk about City but there's so many other great clubs in the North West that need some attention so each week we're going to try and cast our eyes towards one of those clubs and Bolton got off to an absolutely flying start this weekend they managed to beat West Brom league favourites in the season opener and we're going to talk about the Bolton the Bolton the Wanderers next <laughs> on the XS Manchester Football Social this is the Manchester Football Social Legend Review 
This is the Manchester Football Social, where we talk about City, United and any other team in the North West. You can always give us a call if you want to have your team discussed. If you want to have your say on your beloved football team, 0345 111 7625 is the number. Anytime, give us a bell. Just talk about your team. But we're going to cast an eye over Bolton Wanderers now. A win at the weekend, a season-opening victory against the odds as well. Because I think, in all honesty, you would have expected West Brom to kick off their season, their first in the championship, with a win. And we're going to talk to a couple of Bolton fans now, starting with Christian, who's on the phone. Hey, Christian. Good evening. Feeling pretty chipper after the weekend. They three points in the bag. That's not a bad start for you. Yeah, you're too right. I mean, I I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I do present a football show of my own on a Saturday on a local community radio station, and we put a poll out on Twitter about an hour before the game, just asking, how do you think it's going to go? And, well, contrary to how it went, um, around about 40% of our voters thought it'd be a draw on the opening day against West Brom. Which you would have taken, victory. probably, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would have taken a draw, no doubt about it, but the victory, yeah, you're quite right, and I was delighted with it. <laughs> I mean, when you look at the, the West Brom side, they came down to the Premiership and Bolton escaped on the last day of the season to stay, stay in your league. Um, I mean, to go to West Brom where they've not really lost any of the, the players that lined up in the Premiership. I know they got relegated, but when you look at, at the uh, at the players that's in there, like that, uh, Gibbs has got plenty of experience at Arsenal, Hegazi's an international, Phillips, Livermore, Brunt, uh, Rodriguez, Robson Carnu that was in the Euros. I mean, they've still got a lot yeah. of players, I know, only on paper, of course. So that was, I mean, that was a hell of a result. And if you're going to win it, why not win it 90 plus 3? It gives you no chance to even get back in it. Although I do understand Bolton had a chance to equalise, uh, sorry, uh, Albion had a chance to equalise after um, Bolton had scored. And um, it was headed off the, oh, it hit the crossbar, I think, wasn't it? Off that, it yeah, yeah. It hit the crossbar. I think what was so sweet from our point of view was the fact that two of our players that got the goals, they were both making the debuts that day. We got yeah. Josh McGuinness on a money transfer from Charlton, which was quite a big deal because we haven't done one of them for more than three years. And then we had a former Wigan player, if you can believe that, in Yannick Bilchutz. Score. Yeah. Sorry about that. Score in the 89th minute. So, yeah, that was pretty sweet. And to be honest, I think Parkey got his squad right on Saturday and his choice of substitutions, they... We had criticised him a fair bit on the show last season, but on Saturday, he got every single one of them correct, in my opinion. And just let me say to you, this talk about set plays and teams that don't work on set plays enough, but it's two set plays for Bolton that won the game. Yeah, well, I think... I think we're kind of specialists in a way, I think. And I just think that we're able to do what Parky wants out of it. I mean, give Parky where credit's due. He knows how to make the most out of the resources available to him, no matter how small or, or finite they may be. And I think Saturday was proof positive of it can be the way to go. I think as well, though, I mean, for the manager, you mentioned him, I think he's done a great job. It really has, because he came into that club in not good circumstances. And I just think, you know, he's steadily building his good side there. I really do. I mean, I've got a soft spot for Bolton, guys. Yeah. My first goal ever in league football <laughs> scored against them, so I've got a soft spot for them. But I think Bolton, for me, though, with the manager you have, and, and Jim, you know him well, he, he's... 
he's, he's worked around you know, Bradford and that. He did a great job at Bradford. Yeah, he did a great job. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure he can do the same at, at Bolton. I hope he does well for them. But next up, you've got Bristol at home on Saturday? Or that's do you have tough, a midweek game tough. before then? That's I can't remember. No, no, no. We, we don't have any midweek games yeah. until well, next week it's Leeds in the League Cup and then the following week it is a midweek game. But, yeah. Are you going up anyway? Let's get it out of you. Come on. Say it now. Make a statement. <laughs> Let's get carried away. One game, Are you getting yeah. up after that one victory? <laughs> one game into the season, yes, of course. Yeah, over the 46, I'd be very happy with a mid-table finish. I mean, it sounds like I'm putting a bit of fire on the uh, on the uh, party already, but I've got to be a realist. One game in, of course, I'll say yes, but over the course of 46. Mm. Well, what's the average crowd uh, before you go? What's the average crowd of uh, people? What is it? I'll be honest, I think it's something like the 16,000 uh, 16, mark, yeah. which is, it, it's still good. I think I would like 20,000, but you can't, can't really moan too much at that kind of figure, can mm. you? Yeah. You weren't expecting a pop quiz, were you, Christian? Oh, well, Cheers, let me just give you one more quiz, because I, just one second, sorry, Go Jim. Um, I passed that ground quite regularly, and I've seen it be the uh, so Reebok, I've seen else. it be the Macron. What's it called now? It is called, and uh, the University of Bolton Stadium. I like the Reebok, it's simple for me. All right, yeah. <laughs> Christian, I'll cheers for coming on. on. I'm going to let you get off, because I know you've got to get to another <laughs> game tonight. Who are you going to see tonight? Um, I'm off to a local football match. I'm seeing Daisy Gill play Longridge Town in the... Oh, it's going to be a great game. game. Looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Top man, Christian. Take care. Thank you very much for coming on, yeah. on Sky. <laughs> Three, four, five. Actually, I was, was going to give the number. There's no be time kicking to get on because we need to speak to Scott, who's another Bolton fan. Evening, Scott. Evening, guys. Hi, Scott. Thank you for hanging on there. You've heard a lot of praise for the manager. You've heard a lot of praise for the board. You've heard a lot of praise for the team at Bolton. So who's this master, this, this three-point masterclass? Who's it all down to? I think it's all down to Parker. You know, he's he's, tapped, he's, he's been great in the transfer window. You know, he, we started off very, very slowly in the window. And I we, on Twitter, there was moan and groans about it being free transfers again. And that's what we expect to. We know we've got, you know, he, he threw the masterstroke in January. Six million quid for a guy you couldn't get in Blackpool's team two years ago. To turn him into a six million pound striker mm. is just an absolute tactical. He's just, a, the guy's a, the guy is unbelievable in what he can do. You know, last year he signed a 38 year old striker that everyone had written off. He'd never been relegated out of the championship. And then he puts him in in our biggest game of the season against Forest. The guy scores a winner. He becomes a cult hero. And then Saturday, for a team who just come out of the Premier League, has got an ex-England fullback, an ex-England central midfielder, Jay Rodriguez, who they say is valued at twenty million. And we made them. They could have. They had seventy-eight possession, seventy-eight percent possession of the ball. That's great. They didn't hurt us once apart from this wonder goal by Harvey Barnes. But apart from that, I've got to say that Parky's just done an absolute fantastic job at our place. And I think we're only going to get better the longer these days. What is the future for Bolton? Because obviously it's one thing scrapping and getting points off teams that probably, in all honesty, should be winning that game. But it's another thing to take that step off and the board to start invest properly in the playing staff and to get to the promised land that is the Premier League again. Yeah, that that is the ultimate goal, and it sounds really awful. This Ken Anderson and his son um, Lee come under a lot, a lot of stick on Twitter for the decisions that they make. But he doesn't want to see the club go backwards. You know, we were we were five minutes away from going out of business, 
you know, a founder member of the Football League was five minutes away from going out of business. This guy come along and said, you know what, yeah, I'll do it. I'll take it on. He's now decided, he's, in two years' time, we've gone for him spending zero money on no one's paying 200 grand for a striker, a Northern Irish, a Northern Ireland striker in Josh McGuinness, who on Saturday, he signed on, I think it was Monday or Tuesday he signed. The guy had obviously had pre-season with Charlton. He's not played in the championship for a while. And he didn't look out of place. He looked like he'd literally done a full pre-season. I think with about 10 minutes to go, he'd ran himself that far into the ground. I think he was nearly buried under the half at one stage. But I think to get back to the promised land, we need... I think we park it there, I think we'll push on. Um, this season, I'd take a mid-table finish to a top-half finish. Um, and then who knows? You know... Just you know, that top half finish maybe comes a bit more investment next summer, and then do we make the step? You know, I'd love someone to come in like they did at Wolves and mm. us walk and us and us basically just buy anyone that we want and us not have any repercussions from it and us go to the promised land. That'd be a great way to do it. But if we've got to do it the other way like we normally do, then I'll, I'll take it that way as well. Well, yeah, I mean you've got to be confident with that win. I know it's only one game, but. You know, West Brom are favourites to go automatically back up, aren't they? So, yeah, that, they win, are. that win is a good win. It is. And I remember when we come down and everyone said that about us. Oh, you've kept most of your squads here from the championship, from the Premier League, sorry. You'll be fine. You'll go straight back up. It's great saying that. It's a massive step down. You're yeah, right. I want Stoke and Leeds up. at the weekend. You watch that game, Stoke against Leeds. Leeds looked far superior than, than Stoke. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a huge step up. No, the hardest one is stepping down. It's easier to step. I think it's a lot easier to step up than what it is to step down because you've got players there that haven't that aren't used to getting, you know, smashed into Rosehead after five <laughs> minutes by some big seventeen stone bloke. You know, and it's great to see that you know that these clubs that are coming down, they might have the parachute money and got all this array of talent, but it stands for nothing in the championship. Any any team can beat anyone on the day, and we proved that on Saturday, and Scott. Leeds proved it yesterday. Thanks for coming on, brilliant, mate. Appreciate brilliant. it, and good luck for the no season. Problems. It would be nice to see Bolton much. doing well again. Uh, that's it from the football social. If you want your team featured from whenever they are in the league, as long as they're in the northwest, get in contact. You can find us on Twitter at XS Manchester. Mickey Thomas, Gary Owen, thank Cheers, you very much, James. boys. Well, it's not Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.